0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 889 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined today by the dynamic duo of James Dean Raider, Ben Funky Asker. We got our cold one here in Austin, Texas. Winter but, Weather Advisory. But the takes are going to be piping hot, just like the, the look of our guy, Ben Asker. <laughs> just look at him. You should have seen him when he hopped on the call.
1: He had it slicked back all the way. Well, I, you know, I actually showered. I got in the steam room this morning. Felt good. Then steam room, huh? Nice guys. Don't be jealous is of my hair. I'm not jealous. I your your face. Yeah, I got some stitches right there.
0: So what? Yeah, okay. So we
1: saw my left of, eye's been having a couple rough couple weeks. <laughs> yeah. So what's going on?
0: Like, can we can we talk about your wounds here? So this is this has got to be the work of your five year old son, Ozzy.
1: No, so, uh, well, this one I got, remember I told you Newman got me. Newman. Because he can't control Newman. himself. He's got small small amygdala. And this one, I was just too fast. I hit a freaking lightning quick single. I got Mitchell so fast he couldn't even move his feet, and bam, there was a knee. Really? Yeah. I kind When I saw it was Mitchell,
0: I figured he just, like, uh, you just down blocked and put your face in the way of one of his shots. No, he's fast. I mean,
1: I don't shoot a lot because I'm kind of older and slower, but I do. You know, when I shoot, I go um and i went oh no, you did you know, it was just too fast it was so i
0: yeah. dude i love the uh <laughs> some uh i don't know i forget what the publication was but they like emz put a story out how gory it was is like ah, uh, it's just like a split eye i was like yeah it's not that bad but it was
1: weird because it was really wide so actually i split it and i looked at it and it didn't look that bad and i taped you know did the old head wrap thing you know and we kept wrestling and then uh it kind of came up and blood was coming through and i and I looked at it again i'm like oh shit i gotta go get stitches
0: i showed so. it to or katie actually showed it to caleb and he got confused what he was looking at he's like where is his eye out like he couldn't figure <laughs> out like he thought the aperture was like yeah he was confused but yeah not great um well okay glad you you survived yet another yeah uh wound We've got plenty to talk about with this Penn State Iowa duel. It was the talk oh, all week and weeks leading up to it, and it was uh, there's maybe even more conversation after the duel, where Penn State was the the winner, twenty three to fourteen, I think, which was sort of in the range of what we all kind of thought on our predictions. I think
1: I, I think my I official had them,
2: prediction was twenty two to twelve.
1: I thought I had them by nine. <clears throat> what was it? What was mine? I don't remember. I think I only had Iowa winning three matches. Um. Dang it, we don't have it.
0: We can pull okay.
1: it. Okay. Let's talk about the duel. The most electric moment was the first 4 seconds when Marco Best got a cradle <laughs> on Spencer.
0: It's like What? So, um as as those of you that listened last week know, I was daddy-daughter dancing um so up until this, this Christian? point.
1: Please tell me you didn't miss this.
0: So, I so I did not miss it. Uh I'll I'll explain daddy-daughter dance after I talk through 125 here. Okay. Because I'm watching on my phone, and uh, maybe, or maybe not, in my car. Maybe, maybe <laughs> not while I'm driving. None of those things. Those they could be true. They could be not true. I don't know. So I see the, a, a dark singleted figure dive in on a low single. I said, "Oh, Spencer's shooting low singles now." This is sort of strange. I was like, "I was like, oh, he's already got him in a cradle." And I'm like, "That's someone named Marco Vespa. That wasn't Spencer on the leg. It was Marco <laughs> Real, Vespa." Right? Shooting and because of small screen, it was dark outside. I just, you just, you just assume it's not going to be Marco Vespa on Spencer's leg in one second. And he was. And man, if he didn't lock up a cradle maybe for a moment one. before. And then Spencer gets the reversal, and then that was, he just turns him until uh, they say, please stop. And yeah, for, for, and also the other notable thing was um, two potentially dangerous. Uh, stoppages on his arm bar, um, which says to me one of two things. Kale well, said, "Hey, he's gonna be doing this," or the refs are listening to the FRL and they're listening to Ben. Be. Uh, but no, for, certainly many coaches have been like, they come up to me like, you know, his bar is it's illegal. It's illegal. They just, I was like, so tell the refs. It's so illegal, but so they tell didn't it let it go. Like, uh, whatever. But certainly, Kale said, "Hey, when he does this, you have to stop it," and they did. Maybe, maybe not saved him a point. I, uh, I think, it. Uh, I think Spencer at that point was just like, let me just get off the mat here and just tech this dude and yeah. move on, which I think was probably the right decision. But then mm-hmm. disaster strikes for he Iowa. Pinned him. Bro-, uh, Bro, oh, he should have.
2: Yeah, I almost would have gone perfect if he would have pinned. Oh, him. okay, here we go, just for uh-huh. your, own, <laughs> your own vanity. Um, and then
0: Brody Teske, he takes the test. He's he's doing great. He's gonna get a passing grade on his test, and then he turns it. He turns his name. No, he he had one job. If you hold it to a, if you hold it to a decision, it's it was never said to him. But you know that's what you're out there to do. Do not give up, major. That was it. That was the whole. That was the reason. And he's got it, and he turns it. He just turns it. He didn't put his name on it, so it doesn't count. No credit. Boom. Cradle locked up, pinned with like 20 seconds to go, and then when you go out of 33 down 6-5, you kind of just knew not going to be Iowa's night. If you're losing no. after 33, not going to be your night. And uh, it wasn't. It wasn't.
1: Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I felt the same way after 133. But I, I don't know. I think it was within a couple of points. So if, you know, the, the Iowa people who said Iowa could win a bunch of these matches, they weren't totally wrong because, um, you know, Haynes Seabrook Haynes was really close. Uh Starock and Nelson Brands were actually really close. Warner was really close with Dean. Uh, Cassiope, maybe not not quite as much. But there were some matches where they maybe could have went the other way.
2: Yeah, I mean, they were close, but has Nelson ever beaten Carter? Like, if they wrestle a hundred uh, times. I mean,
1: it's like we're talking the nearest margins of victory, which is he won on 12 seconds of riding time. I mean, this is, this this is almost does. literally... I understand it's what he does, and I understand yeah. he's likely to be able to replicate that a lot of times. But it's still freaking twelve seconds of in time, anyway you slice it.
0: Yeah, and I would say if we're going to talk about that match, it is. Let's go. How, let's let's go in order. We'll, let's wait for it. We'll go in order. You know what, we're going to wait for it. Nice try, JD. You're not throwing us off. Real Woods. It seemed like he came out and was like I'm going to get this first takedown immediately, no matter what. That and first he was was awesome. It was great. It was it was. A, a really fun start. Couple, I mean, Bo had some threatening moments there in the in the scramble, but Real well, he was almost
1: just, uh, he almost had that headlock.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that was wild. It was a it was a wild start, and then Real just was just doggedly pursuing the takedown, yeah. and he eventually got it. And he's yeah. he's riding a lot of guys, and it, it was a point I kind of tried. I thought I think I made the week leading up to it is that. It feels like there's some separation from yeah, Andrew and Real from the rest. And was yeah. the number three ranked guy, and
1: it was 4-1, but not particularly close. Yeah. So I think, uh, you know what's funny is you know, we talk about uh, Real's gas tank, and we've talked about it in the Zargo match, and there's another one where he's up big and then, like, no more points almost Talishar. But in the matches where he had a really good opponent, Hardy, and then Bartlett, he hasn't faded nearly like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't rack up the points, but he didn't rack up the points in any of the periods. It was like, but it was kind of the same guy all three periods. Um, yeah, and I think he he's good on top. He He's good off bottom. He's not going to be ridden very much, and he's frequently getting that takedown. So um, I thought maybe after that first scramble, because of the perceived gas tank issues that Real Woods has had, the fact that he, he went so hard and he didn't score any points that that may be an issue, but it wasn't at all.
0: We gotta bury that that narrative, like from here on. It's like he's never had a gas tank yeah. We saw it two times coming off injury. Just bury it. It's dead. Um, sure. It, until it happens again. I, would, yes. I mean, his it's wrestling right. does change
2: quite a bit first and third period. Like he came yeah. out incredibly aggressive, but
1: not against these two guys. Not against Hardy and uh... I didn't
2: feel like he was retreating or like yeah. evading in, in this uh, well, late in this match. He wasn't evading. He wasn't stalling. He was clearly he, – he had the gas tank, but he just doesn't score in the third. He came out way aggressive in the first.
0: Yeah. I think,
2: Like you said, to get that first takedown. I think it's like – And there right, was
0: a very noticeable shift. It's almost like a, f- a football thing where it's like if you got the running defense team and you put them in a hole early, like Bo Bartlett, defensive wrestler, like he's, Bo's style is not designed to come from behind, right? So if you can yes. get that first score – which is what yes, real true. got plus riding time. It's like, and you know, you know that Bo's best chance to score on you is probably a re-attack. He's really fast down block re-attack. So, do you really want to mm-hmm. go in there again? Where in the third period, you're not going to be as fresh. Just any no wrestler will be as fresh in the third as they will be in the.
1: Yeah, I mean, one the of the things, just kind, of, and this kind of goes throughout the whole dual Christian is the the losing wrestler having the inability to penetrate and get to the other person's legs. Yeah, like that happened kind of a lot. Where the guy behind wasn't able to clear hands and get to legs, like not even touch a leg attack.
0: True. Yeah, it was. um, I mean, offense was was at a premium in this dual meet. There
1: was no match where both teams scored a takedown, which is that's crazy. The other stat you guys put up about um, Iowa scored two takedowns in 64 minutes in neutral wrestling is like mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: you know it was interesting because I felt after the, after the duel, it seemed like both teams did not did not score a lot. And yes. in the post post match press conference, they asked, well, they they frame it. The the Penn State media people are like, uh, or the you know the local Pennsylvania media are the failing like, Penn State Times. Yeah, very very friendly to. to State, <laughs> they're, like, they're like hey it's it's amazing you you held these guys to two takedowns and Kale's like well how many did we get you know um and he was
1: honest about it
0: he yeah and they had 50 they had like 16 but like eight or nine of them they, had were that, aaron, they really had that many well most aaron of were brooks aaron brooks had nine against a 65 nine, pounder yeah okay and then yeah, yep. um roman and and aaron contributed a lot but penn state had one, two, three. I think they had four matches. Four matches
1: with, with no takedown, and I think two or three with one.
0: Yeah. So yeah. that's – um. so at, at 41, 49, 65, 74, 97, they had five with no takedowns, right?
1: No heavyweight, they got takedown?
0: Yeah. I don't I don't think I said heavyweight. If I did, it didn't mean to.
1: 41, too. 49, 65. 74, 97. Yeah, shoot. You're right.
0: So five ways, no, no takedown.
1: Not good. Not a good sign. Yeah. Um so eight. I was okay, i okay, I gotta I gotta stop now. <laughs> we gotta get off topic. I'm like, I wanna go interview Kale and like figure out what has changed because um I can't I have a hard time fathoming that he said, Okay, you know what, we're gonna make everyone more defensive on our team. No I mean, change. can you really imagine? There's there's no. just no there's I don't want to say zero chance in that, but there's a damn near zero chance in that. So it's like, what has actually changed? And why is he not able to get these guys to produce offense? And I feel like, you know, usually I kind of rag on Iowa for not having too much offense, but man, if you're one of these Penn State guys, I mean, Carter Starock is probably the one that's the worst. You grew up watching uh, Ed Ruth and David Taylor and Jason Nolf and Bo Nickel just doing freaking craziness, dominating, taking chances, taking risks. And then you you want to win every match on ride time, like dude, what's the deal? Like, dude, do you even want to be out there? Like, are you really trying to be out there? Like, are you just not you? Just, you know, like kind of like it a little bit, and you want to be done. You want to move on to the next thing. Like, what what's the deal? Yeah,
0: I don't think it's a not liking it or not wanting to be out there. Carstroi, my experience is pretty obsessed with this, but his style, yeah, he's he's not putting up a lot of points against someone that you would. I mean, Nelson's good. No one's. I mean. I would have been surprised if Carter had gotten bonus here for sure. Nelson's been bonus one time we talked about it leading up. Yeah, but
1: but to that's not true. be able to
0: get a takedown.
1: But he did I mean but the problem is not that he didn't get a takedown It was that it was almost like he wasn't really trying. True.
0: There was not a lot of I mean, uh, of attacks.
1: Not a lot of leg attacks. No. Uh no that
0: yeah. 100%. 100%. And
1: this is, you know, Nelson Brands who, you know, he's tough but he's four and four on the year, guys hmm I mean, like, I don't know. Yeah, he lost to Rocky Jordan. He lost to Ed- Edmund Ruth. Like, I don't know. Like, you should be able to take this dude down at least once. And and, you know, if you think about those other guys, um, that I, you know, the, the previous pensay that I mentioned, like, if they would number one, they would put a really hardcore effort into getting that takedown, right? They would have really made an effort at it. And if they wouldn't have got the effort, if they wouldn't have taken that, they probably would have been a high amount of disappointment in themselves for for not being able to get it as opposed to dancing on some dude because you got 12 seconds of ride time.
0: Yeah, that was a, a cringy conclusion for both. To, yes, to both parties. Dancing. It's Like no, no takedowns and you're dancing and then Nelson's dancing. It's like, man, please delete this match from the internet. Uh um, yeah.
1: So I I I'm curious. Like I would love to go. Ask Kale, like, what happened, man? Like, <clears throat> I mean, you had literally the most dynamic offensive people of all time. And, you know, Roman is still, and Nick Lee was last year, but Max Dean really isn't. Aaron Brooks, I don't know, k- kind of is, right? But not not like these other guys. Uh, and Staraki, if the guy stinks, he puts some points up on him. But if they're good, and he hasn't had a lot of good matches this year, but he won ride time against Mackay, and he won ride time against uh, Nelson.
2: Tanner Huffman asks, does the less offensive, in quotes, PSU roster signal a change in coaching tactics and philosophy is simply a case of playing to each individual wrestler's strengths?
0: I say there's no chance there's a philosophy change. I think no chance. I think uh, it's a little bit of you got to give credit to the the wrestlers. Um, It was a perfect storm, I think, with some of those guys. And. They Had that kind of mentality. The four coming
2: unicorns in. on one team in my
0: opinion. They got
1: well, no, but they weren't on the know. same team. I mean, it was really five, right? Because I didn't say Zane either. But there, to me, it the, was amazing how he just did it. Back I to mean, back really? It classes. Yeah, back to back to back. And if you really had um um, you know, if you put those guys up like not not best of all time, but most dominant of all time, those five are maybe in the top fifteen. Like they're way, uh, way, way, way up there. Um of the best best of all time. So it's like we well, did this five times. And, you know, part of you thinks like, well, he must have a, I, I was thinking about this one, like recruiting. He must have a really good indicator for like figuring out guys who just want to attack and go after it. Like that's yeah. what he must be looking for. And he must have like found a good way to get it, you know, kind of thing. Um, and so then when he has kind of this, this large copy, like obviously the guys who Haynes not Haynes. I'm sorry. Uh, I think he may, he obviously didn't, wasn't an ass kicker on Friday night, but I think he may be eventually, um, uh, Van Ness, not dynamic offensively. Facundo, also not dynamic offensively. Bartlett, surely, is not dynamic offensively. Um, they're not dynamic offensively in the neutral position, nor on top. I mean, so it's like, where are all their points going to come from?
0: Yeah, I think Penn State, I mean, they they recruit really well, and they're usually recruiting off the top of, of the rankings. And all those yep. guys, Bartlett, Facundo, Storachi, Brooks – um etc they're the number one oh, guys and you want them on your team cuz they're going to win they're going to win the matches so maybe it's just uh it's just that's who's available because look around where the other i mean obviously they were all over Spencer Lee they wanted him in the worst way and he he went to Iowa yep. but what what are the dynamic point scorers they they didn't get where they missed right they wanted Yon. they wanted Yon Keegan O'Toole you yeah, they didn't on. recruit him
1: until the last week
0: yeah that's a
1: whoopsie, a whoopsie. So yeah. they went, they went after Yanni. Yes, right. Is that what he said? Yeah. Who else? So who else? He, be, he was wrapped up for the top twenty.
0: He committed. Yanni committed to Cornell. I'm pretty sure as a freshman. Yeah.
1: Super early. Yeah. So he, he was always going there. Yeah, that made it tough. All right. Let me look at the top twenty. Uh, Spencer Roman. Um, I guess David David Carr, but I'm pretty they sure they were.
0: All, he visited. I, I'm pretty sure they were on him. They just didn't get them
1: i think yeah um because they can yeah i guess there are kind of when you look at the top 20 uh, i'm I'm looking at your top 20 right now the flow pound for pound um there's all there is almost more guys who i would say like if i categorize them and obviously this is maybe too uh rough of a man but like stingy defensively or dynamic offensively right Mm -hmm. um and obviously when i'm talking about that i mean not when they're wrestling number eighty-seven in the country, but when they're wrestling, I don't know, someone fifteen and up, or some yeah. more, some you know someone who's like moderately competitive. It's probably half-half on here. The guys who are like stingy defensively versus the guys who are relatively offensive.
0: Yeah, I think I think the trick that was sort of uh, that's in our minds and and why we're kind of drawing these conclusions is. I think it was somewhat of a uh, perfect storm thing that they were able to do it back-to-back times. So when they did it back-to-back, when they went from this um, David, Ed, dynamic, and Quentin to a degree. Quentin was super offensive, too. Very dynamic, a lot of pins, a lot of scores. Okay, so yeah, that generation. And then it's like, okay, wait till they're gone, and then you can beat Penn State. And then they actually do even better, where they get Bo, Nolf zane um all, all destroying and then a couple of years yes. later they get nick lee who um he he scored he was, a lot of, he was very offensive yeah very offensive he wasn't wrestler. as
1: efficient as those other guys but he was super aggressive
0: yeah very aggressive wrestler so mm-hmm. when they did it again i think you're like okay now once you've seen it twice yeah. you think this is just gonna this is a a system that's no create- longer anomaly that just creates bonus point machines but then yeah. it's like well maybe maybe not exactly maybe it's not that simple and you can't just plug good wrestlers in there uh, and w- which we knew we yeah. know it's like you can't just put any wrestler in there And but that's
1: why that's what i i kind of thought for a while like they must he must have figured out because like when you're recruiting kids a lot of kids are going to kind of lie to you and the coaches are probably gonna lie to you because they want the guy to go to penn state so mm-hmm. like, oh, he must have figured it out, like how to, you know, really perceive the aggressiveness, because that that's what this is a huge factor of. Right. But yeah, no, so, I, I agree. I thought it was going to be a system, and and you know, these guys, the guy, the crew that they have dominates guys that are lowly ranked. Like Carter actually has a high bonus, but on WrestleStat, the only person he has nobody ranked in. So Aaron almost is number eighteen, and he has wrestled nobody above that yeah so like his schedule super super soft and the two tough matches he's had would they have nelson at 21 and you know he's probably a little bit higher than that the two tough matches he had mckay and nelson have both been um riding time wins yeah yeah so, re- so. very
0: very close matches and you know i i doubt i mean i think kale's post-match press conference kind of says it all. i don't i don't think he's Satisfied as good as they are, and we're talking about a team that could win how how many individual national titles this year? Yeah, for real. Like they're they're in contention, and it's pretty evident they're not super satisfied with where they're at. Um, necessarily not that they're dissatisfied, but um, you're talking about Kyle Sanderson, who's you know one of the more transcendent. He's the best ever, and one of the most dominant ever. The most dominant ever.
1: So yes,
0: um, his standard is is not gonna is is beyond a riding time point win for your for your champion. So I'm sure as weird as it sounds, I'm sure he's not I'm sure he's, there's an element of frustration there, but um they're winning and they're winning a lot. And yes. it's also
1: so much winning.
0: And so I was thinking this washing the duel whereas it, it used to be like you're just expecting them to come out and just it was just like a rock show and they're just they used to just yeah. come out and bomb people. Mark Hall's going to throw a lefty headlock because bo Mark Hall is somebody. super aggressive too. Um, I mean, he had, he had his well, moments, but...
2: At no, the end, you like, were pretty critical of match. his...
0: You you used to be pretty critical of his, his offensive Say yeah, He's output. on par with Aaron Brooks.
1: I feel like he's like a, a
2: okay. Chenzo. But Aaron Brooks, Brooks
1: is... Oh, Chenzo. I, mean, but don't, I don't know. I feel like Chenzo, even even Chenzo and Mark Hall, I think are... A few, at least a few steps uh, above, like, a Carter on aggressiveness level against good opponents. I mean, this made an right inside
0: no. trip Isaiah Martinez in the NCAA Finals. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. Um, for sure. For sure.
2: Mark had a 72% okay. bonus rate his senior year.
0: Oof. Yeah. That's high.
2: 45 his junior.
0: Yeah.
2: A 69 and 61. Maybe
0: on Mark. It's pretty good. So, you know, when they would come out, they would almost be, like, trying to one-up each other, pinning them. But anyway, yes. the point oh, yeah. I'm getting to – is now it's like so now you used to expect that now i watch these matches and i'm like they're not going to kill him but you know storachi's going to win this match ride the crap out of you them. but but you know max dean's going to win there, there's never they've kind of like mastered like winning these Well max like, dean's
1: lost a couple times this year so maybe that's yeah. not a great example.
0: Yeah, maybe not a great example. But i <laughs> know what you're great. saying.
1: Yeah.
2: It it's it is actually almost impressive to me that Kale has been able to win with both those dynamic point scores yeah. and these guys that wrestle tight matches as well, that yes. he can coach both of those guys to a multiple-time national champion level.
0: Yeah, 100%. It's
2: not just, hey, I get mm-hmm. this type of wrestler. Mm-hmm. I can make this type of wrestler win. It shows you're uh, more of a defensive counterattack wrestler as well. doesn't matter. You can come here and win too. Yeah, yeah
0: that is true. They can They can all win there um okay mm-hmm. so we almost made it to 49. so oh, go. Uh, see, last I actually 41s
1: thought... oh uh, yeah. yeah Bartlett Bartlett didn't even check when he was losing in third period like he just doesn't can't doesn't hit his knees um I think given this field he can kind of place high but man he is he is long for some offense
0: it's gonna be a it's gonna be a hard long tournament for him yeah uh, for sure' just a lot okay. of scratching and clawing in those matches i thought murin actually looked uh pretty good this match yeah he attacked a lot he gave himself a lot of opportunities or a few almost takedowns he had there he couldn't quite plan them
2: um he even covered by
0: a point and a half for me covered
1: yeah i know that was that was uh man bloodbath for uh christian piles and the picks Got oh God! Easily. You did my, a lot of partying on me last 12. week.
2: You want to say
0: my worst week ever? Listen, you, you beat me in one week. You may have I mean so bad. first beat of you off, so
2: bad. We need a drug test, him.
0: He went twelve and three against the spread. That's a- what I a- think. And so, yes. technically
2: Gary Steen didn't wrestle, so you could even say twelve and two. We got yeah. Vespa.
1: Yeah, we take that out. I need I need anything that can help <laughs> my percentage here. <laughs> everyone everyone on that one. No, but this would be like if if we were running a real sports book. And JD was just really average and all of a sudden one week goes nuts. We'd be doing a James Krause type investigation on his air. Yeah, ass. we
0: need to look into it. We gotta yes. look into it. He's we're he's pulling strings nationwide. All these dual meets. I'll look into it then.
1: Um seriously. Or he's mir- just changing the results that he's all has on there and we forget.
2: Check the tapes. That's what I always say. Actually you can <laughs> check the uh the change history of this document too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We could we could screenshot it on uh uh what Every Thursday after the show, we screenshot it make sure he's not I cheating. I forget
2: which. Y'all clown me for one of them, too, that I think I got. Was it Cronin Barnett that I picked? You know who's
1: been killing me? Barnett's been killing me. I've been trying to <laughs> ride with my guy Barnett, and he's been hurting me real bad. I think we I lost can't get off it. the Barnett train. Um, I got to be off it. Yeah. He's got, McKee in, he's got McKee in two weeks. No, so don't like, put it in the pickums. Don't do that to us. <laughs> you got to do it. That's Thank you pickum. McKee. I think I have that to. That match is pick a pickup. No points. Just a pickup. Yeah. No matter what I happens. Did, yeah. I did get Barnett on DiAgostino because he, he won 4 3 yeah, on that did. one. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: I was right about Peterson, too. But well, it didn't matter because you all picked him, too. You just copied me.
2: The public <sighs> would have paid me nicely on that one because DiAgostino has not been very good this D'Agostino. year. So. Huh? The public would have yeah. paid me nicely on that one because 82% picked DiAgostino. Yeah. They don't one. know
0: about Dean Peterson
1: you know was just, he just doesn't look great this no. year
2: he's off he got I think it's he was hurt at CQB are you insulting either, his yeah. beard or are you just
1: talking about his wrestling I mean <laughs> that doesn't look good either
2: it's a look it's a look
1: okay. you know what? can I can I have a hot take this morning guys oh yeah it. I, I was walking I so we always at that McDonald's this weekend that, that was a tough tournament we we took some whoopings. a few of them um but anyways I dropped the man off going to the airport and I pull up at the airport you know the shuttle bus and there's like four dudes with big old nasty beards. And I thought, how in the hell did big old nasty ass beards ever get popular? Like they are so gross. Like, <laughs> what in the world? Who decided that those were cool? I don't know. They're nasty.
0: Yeah, I don't think they're cool. I mean, I'm not, no, I'm not they're, I don't hate they're the big in beard. style for sure. It is a style. Um, it's definitely yeah. in style. I'm just thinking about the food. Food everywhere. Everything's yeah. Ooh. Yeah. A,
1: a little something, you know but no yeah yeah i mean you know so like not have, not being clean sha- being clean shaven that was a terrible th- you know terrible style because you had to do every single day and it'd be mm-hmm. annoying so like yeah it's cool to have a little bit and then you but you know buzz it once a week or whatever but like mm-hmm. the big old gross beard and you probably got food stuck in there mm-hmm. ugh. So yeah you're I, are, when yeah. you're sleeping all on no it no good
0: ugh, i yeah. hate it yeah it's duck dynasty he's right uh the the chat Duck Dynasty, do you remember that show, Ben? That's, that's when the beard popular for real? I swear, that's that's when it happened. These crazy guys, they're not that crazy, I guess. I don't know. But uh they started growing beards and then Yeah, that is kind of when it happened. I remember dudes at, at my church back in Virginia, this is not a this is not that big of a leap, but the beards started growing like crazy during Duck Dynasty. Probably correlated. Damn. At least at okay. Jerusalem Chapel.
1: So we'll blame it on Duck Dynasty. Oh my gosh. Dude, I'm so-
0: gonna, I'm hiding Keith Gothard's comment <laughs> he's probably got a big old nasty
1: beard he I, does I and he's right now
0: he's you're wildly out of pocket okay <laughs> <laughs> um
1: <laughs> I don't want to know I'm on the YouTube chat so I don't want to know what he's saying um hey so let's do another correlation does Van Ness not have any offense because Bo Bartlett's his training partner every day
0: um mm, well we don't know that his, we just know they're next to each other in the weight classes. They I don't probably know train, they train
1: together, together a lot. I, I think,
0: th- I think there's a lot of um, swapping of partners in the uh, in the room. I don't, I don't know.
1: I don't think it's related. Yeah, but you got your one guy you like to go with a lot. I bet they're, I bet they're, they're training buddies. Okay, well,
0: let's confirm that before that's. I don't think it's related, honestly. Uh, if I had to guess,
1: <laughs> I'm starting conspiracy theories up in here.
0: That's quite a conspiracy, Ben. So yeah, Van Ness... <laughs> Struggled to generate as well uh, Murin wins and you know maybe Van Ness can get him down the line but there's there's a gap there for sure between the two that I didn't expect I picked Van Ness to win the match straight up did not happen um, big L here for Ben Askren yeah. he, he, I, you better mark this wrong for him mm-hmm. did you what what you pick because you you pick Seabricked over Bear Claw. that's an L that's an L Bad That's judgment. Pick sheet. Bad foresight. No foresight. Oh, so Haynes is
1: out. I did for pick sure. Haynes if he was in. Pop topped. The the pop. And Seabird wrestled the hard there. though. I mean that this is where sometimes he Haynes went for the high like, flyer oh that my. one
2: time and it was kind of we had the double
1: he had the double unders too
2: yeah, yeah. or
0: he had but yeah. it was a body lock actually that was a beautiful yeah, so so, uh, sometimes
2: uh, like knee pull uh, kind of single high crotch he hit when he timed it yeah And he swam to it. Haynes.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, I think Seabrook's better than what we all anticipated, which I think we've all acknowledged that, Mm -hmm. but still, you know, this was a really competitive match. Haynes won three, two. So it's nice to win those tight ones. But I, I guess I would have thought it would have been a little bigger gap. Yeah. The, uh, for sure. Once he got that,
0: it seemed like late, he figured out how to get to his high crotch. And it was, um, that was, that was kind of the difference, but man, he had a, Seabrick had a really nice leg pass on the one good yes, single leg did. from Levi Haynes it was it was pretty smooth Hayne or seabrick for me has gone from like when he pinned Ardalona I was like okay that's this year's you know del garbino to mm-hmm. he, no he's he was getting listen he was well, getting was
1: just, weird because he was getting killed by Ardalona. it was like 10 zero
0: yeah and so like Ardalona um really good feel from Haynes to not get planted on his back from that double under. Um, oh yeah but yeah, seabrick is just like really good, really tough. He's um he's gonna struggle to generate. This was the most obvious stalling of all time. Uh he had him in the over under body lock and Levi wisely back straight out of bounds. And they didn't call it 15 seconds. They went left.
1: action. They
0: went action. Oh, there dude.
1: was what other action was I watching this weekend? I was watching um uh I watched Virginia Tech Pitt, I watched him Wisconsin, oh Nebraska. God, up, I watched <laughs> I don't know what I watched. Something someone went straight out of bounds and it was action it's like ref if he if he literally evades the action there used to be a call called fleeing the mat but this has to be called stalling you cannot call it any other way at all
2: a lot of people clamoring for a step out
1: yeah i actually took i took um i took the guys who were on the later flight yesterday we all went to the navy versus binghamton duel watched some live college wrestling
0: there you go at a baby yeah, the
1: navy came back and won 1817 they were they were it, was, it wasn't looking so good for him and uh Sammy Starr at 174 got a big old pin and they Sammy came back and won a it. Great
2: name, Sammy Starr. Yeah.
1: Grady Grice grinded it out at heavyweight. That's Grady Grice has it. to be a grinder. Such a grinder.
0: So Haynes is out. He's cut loose. He's gonna be their guy for yep. the rest of the year. Should be uh exciting to follow that now that we know for sure he's out. Sixty five, I thought no takedowns in this match. I actually thought this was an exciting match. I thought it was it was fun. There was at least a number of exchanges there. And Kennedy yeah. I, I want your take here on this because no. there was a moment where Kennedy had a had the near side cradle and it was one of those where Oh, and he let it go and went to the wizard, right? Well, it felt it looked like he kind of sold out for the cradle instead of just Circling behind and taking the probably. Oh, a, I need I need to look take at this
1: because. Hold on, well, I th- I thought he actually had it. There's, you know what? When guys get cradles and they don't finish them, it's it's personally offensive to me. I know. Um, I know this. You know who else did it yesterday? Braxton Amos had a tight cradle versus. uh um uh who's the nine, seven pounder? Colby Franklin. Silas Allred, no Silas Allred. Well, oh, yeah, okay. he had one there too that he didn't finish, but he had one against Silas Allred also. And yeah, he did not finish, and then he ended up, um, he ended up losing that match.
0: Okay, um, yeah. I'm, I'm still kind of getting caught up on the weekend's events, but, hey. um, you must coach nine and I'm then. caught
1: up, boy. <laughs> What'd you say? I said I, I coached nine nine meets, and I'm still caught up. Hey,
0: I was coaching at Heart of Texas. I've got a great story from Heart of Texas, by the way. <laughs> oh God. Um, I'll tell that oh, later. You said
1: you were going to tell us today, right?
0: I, I, I'll i tell it today. It's a pretty crazy story.
1: Oh, right. my gosh. Big Ten didn't put Facundo and freaking uh, Pat Kennedy on here. That is so annoying. Yeah, it was a good match. So, near side, I'll just describe it. Um, yeah, I wish I could watch it. I kind of remember it, but don't kind of remember His
0: elbows are in good position. He could put his head maybe in the side. It's kind of high over his... And then, yeah, he does go to a shin wizard. Yeah. To me, it seemed like... Um,
1: these dudes, need to, This is where, Christian, I know I've raged on this before, but this is like my number one topic of rage. Rage against um, the machine. You know who actually just put a post up about this topic? Alec Pentelio Talked about how much time he spent in the cross lift working on a, developing a skill, and then he said how much it paid off because he actually used that skill in, in a bunch of matches, I guess, a couple weeks ago or something. But it's like, dude, when college teams spend so much time just like drilling shit they already know, like, I know you gotta do it sometimes, but like, If you were to say, put guys in a cradle and say, figure this out, maybe work some technique with it also. But then every single time, if I get that cradle, I'm probably going to pin him. Like, I don't want to say it's guaranteed, but eh, it's probably going to happen, you know? Yeah. And so, like, if you had your guy get so good at the cradle, every single time they got it, they were getting at least four points out of it on the backs. Like, that is such a huge thing. And then probably 16 points, you know? Mm -hmm. So... It's like guys that don't understand how to finish the cradle. It's like, oh, my God, what are you doing? Like, figure this out.
0: Yeah, yeah, so he didn't finish. But um, a good win for for Kennedy. Pretty exciting match. There were some good exchanges there. But both guys struggled to score. They both got close to scores. I think the biggest surprise for me for, for Kennedy this year is the number of times he ends up, he stops shots really well. He ca- catches guys in front headlock, and he is just – stay square like right out in front whereas typically uh, someone like kennedy or just like an iowa guy they were so good at like snapping and running to an angle previously and i feel mm. like kennedy just gets jammed up there uh he was there i don't know how many times against hammity he was there a ton. but against- he's
1: really yeah. tricky down there though yeah and he's got good grip, and he's long, so I think that you can excuse that one because he's really hard to run behind. Yeah. yeah, I know, I do know what you're saying here, and yeah, it is interesting. Yeah,
0: we'll see. It's um, he's still a freshman, so a lot of time to work to develop it. But
1: yeah, they do um, a lot I think of about guys like Dennis old. and That's cool.
0: Metcalf and how well they used to just run behind guys <laughs> uh, back when Metcalf was winning, or back when Iowa was so like they were, they were just getting so many go-behinds so many yeah. go-behinds uh they're tougher to mm-hmm. get now so then then we had starachi brands we kind of already talked about it not not much yeah. to discuss
1: Blah. Uh, other than you know i mean and everyone wants to make a new rule because of the stuff like just call stalin like, dude, if you're not breaking someone down and it's been a while, you're stalling. I'm sorry. Just call it ref. That makes it simple. Then he can't do it. He gets a stall warning and he can't sit on any the ankle anymore. And then the problem's solved. It's really such a simple solve. We don't need to make up new rules. We don't need to do anything else. Just call stalling.
0: Yeah. Um. The warring, uh, yeah, I don't know. Is it stalling? I will it... beat
1: this drum till I'm gray in the hair. Yeah. Until you're black in the eye.
0: Ah, it's already happened. Which is an eternal state for Ben now. Um, I would say, I, I felt like uh, you, you needed to send both fan bases to their rooms after the, after the duel. Because, like, mm-hmm. the Iowa fans, well, they're crying about sitting on the ankle, and the Penn State fans are like, oh, they just hand fight, they don't shoot. It's like, no. Bo- both, Bo- are, both are true. Both are true. It's like, you can't complain, Penn State, because y'all do sit on the ankle, you're not trying to score. In Iowa, you can't complain because you were on your feet for 64 minutes and got two takedowns. So don't don't complain about someone sitting on your ankle. Neither team scored a lot of points. It was it was pretty evident. Um, yes, and yeah, it was definitely personified in the Storachi Brands match where there was not a ton of activity. Um, it's not like there were exchanges and like good defense that you really saw. It's just no one was really able to get through the head hands. And yeah, the yeah. the ankle ride is definitely under attack.
1: But it As seems it should be it's a stall. It's a stall. It's a stall. That's it. It's just a stall well what often gonna... tell me what turn comes off of that well i'm not in order that. to turn someone off a back ankle ride you would have to do one of two things you'd have to elevate and go over the body which he wasn't doing or you'd have to try to break them down in a near side cradle which is possible but very challenging yeah um, those are really the two options but when you when you get an ankle ride and your chest is like back on their like Hip, like over here, you know. If you're on this side, yeah, you're not trying to turn them in any way shape or and frankly, you're not even trying to break them down. You can't do a breakdown from there. Yeah, so I
0: think it's um a couple of things. One, it's sort of becoming in vogue again. It's not a new ride necessarily, <clears throat> but it's new to prominence at this level. So, and and yeah. Kevin, I think, was alluding to this on the broadcast at Iowa State uh, about like. Like these things are cyclical. Basically, they come back, they start sitting on the ankle, people forget how to defend it, and then mm-hmm. people, everyone figures out how to defend it, and then they stop.
1: Well, they stop kinda, it is kind of, diff- it is kind of, I don't want to say it's difficult to defend, but if the top person chooses to not do anything there, it can kind of be difficult, right? Because you have a couple ways out from the bottom end. So if the top guy's just trying to sit on it and sag, like I was talking about, right? You can try a, um, like a, a knee slide going to the outside and, but then a lot of times you get your wrist pulled and you get put on your face. So that's kind of a bad choice, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can try to go hurdlers, but if they're sitting back too far, that's difficult. Um, or you can try bumping in and then knee sliding, which is probably your best choice. Most likely yeah. also can be difficult though. Yeah, for sure. It's tough. Yeah. Um, so that's, I don't want a five count cause I hate five counts cause, um, you know, for example, if he, if there are certain people who use this, to actually turn, which I'm, I'm sure someone does, right? Now those people are going to get punished, and this is why I just rage. I I know I rage on this topic so much, was like, if they're stalling, just call it. Okay, like, here's if, what FRL challenge scavenger hunt: find a turn off of this off of this breakdown. Well, Mitchell does. I mean, Mitchell does a lot of his turning off that. For example, he elevates the back ankle, post other hand, and then he goes cradle. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember who else did, but, uh, maybe shop did. shop Josh Wagner, one of our, co- our coaching, Green gross, Bay, he really gross sat on the ankle but and he turned to everyone gross did. Yeah. So there's, there has been some, um, Josh did this where he chopped back ankle look and then go, like I said, go over the head and rake the head in and try to like pinch you an inside cradle. He was pretty mm-hmm. good at that one. And there's been a few guys who've been good at that one. Um, I don't know. Keegan tries that one once in a while. Um, so yeah, gross, gross was good back there. So there, there's been guys who are relatively aggressive off that back ankle hook, but there's a lot of guys who are not, they just yeah. sit there. Yeah. I don't want another
0: count because I think counts are yes. why we are in the problem we're in with wrestling where yeah, officials,
1: just call officials, but that's not, that's also not going to happen either.
0: They're not going to
1: do but, it, but there's no good. Okay. But here you can say they're not going to do it, but you also can't tell me a good reason why they can't do it um the good reason is they don't want to get yelled at by coaches that's not a good reason it's the reason it's it's a it's a reason it is not a good reason i i agree it's not a good reason <laughs> yes um yeah and college coaches i do i mean i'll, I'll tell you college coaches again and I, I know i've said this before on the show now being an outsider someone who goes to college matches and watches them either in person or So, why college coaches are so whiny, they whine so much about calls, and it's just like, guys, um, I I don't know, I guess, I don't know how other fans, I haven't talked to other fans how they feel about it, but I feel like you guys are being damn babies, like freaking coach your athletes, shut up, stop whining about the calls. If you want to whine about like one or two calls per match, but when it's every single match, it's like, dude, shut up, yeah. They, they, how do you
0: feel? It is, oh, it drives me nuts. I mean, okay, honestly, it was one of the things I was most surprised about when I, uh, when I started working here, just sitting mat side all the time. I was like, I cannot believe they talk to the refs like this and I can't believe how much they focus yeah. their energy on this guy I to me real, it's, right it's more it's more of just it's a control issue. they're out of control in the situation instead of like focusing on what they control. they're like, if I work this ref, that's an element where I can be like maybe impactful on the results of this match um and I think to to be fair. It is um, validated at times. When you see some of the, the calls that are made, you know that these guys can get, you know, worked a little bit. Um, some of them can be.
1: Um, yeah. So I think that's yeah, probably part I, of uh, it. I hate it. But, I hate it. So, yeah, I, but I, no, I, I don't really think there's a good reason that stalling can't just be called stalling. Um, I think there's a couple bad reasons why they won't do it, but there's yeah. no good reasons. And I think it would really resolve some of the problems here yeah
0: man um so nothing really to say about 84 this is aaron brooks tech fall to 65 pounder uh yes, don't know any details about Assad, his health availability moving forward but certainly they would have used him if it was possible yes. in that situation um the warner dean match you know, there. Afterwards, there's a discussion about, "Hey, should he have taken neutral?" Should he, to me, I think, I think not. Yes. I, I, really? See, see, I disagree because embrace debate. Um, we're about to embrace it right, right now. So obviously, you can say, "Okay, well, he lost the match, so that's not the right call." But that's that's not really necessarily the right way to look at it. I think there's a higher probability of Jacob Warner escaping there than than getting a takedown. In the, okay, so let minutes. me ask you this. Uh, and one more thing. I, I, one more thing. Okay. the In the first 15 seconds of the match, Jacob is like, Dara, he's like basically out. He has hip heisted, turned, and faced, and almost completely breaks contact. He's so close to away, and then Dean was able to kind of run back behind and uh, drop back in on the leg. But if, if Warner just disengages there, there's a chance he gets an escape in the first 15 seconds of the ride um yes. but but then after the breakdown i don't know if you remember that but he was all
1: but away and then that was it so what what i would say is that um i'm trying to remember the ncaa finals i do not think max dean had a ride time in the ncaa finals no it was one one Dean killed him on top in the duel last year um and so it's like, well, that's that's two of three times now where Warner's been uh, unable to get away from <laughs> well, bottom. The, but it um, wasn't
0: to at the time. It wasn't at the time what it, do you mean? they at the time they had wrestled One two times. Two. The first time he got ridden tough, hard. The, sec, the second time, the more recent time, you got away in the biggest match. Offense so to
1: get away. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Okay, Dean's on top. There was no riding second time. Period. I think he gets away pretty quick. Yeah, he does. He got away quick.
0: Yeah. So why in in what world in a 1-0 match are you not saying okay I'm going under this guy? There's
1: no scenario ooh, I, yeah. you going. I don't know. I just felt like when he went under, I felt like oh man, he ain't getting away. I, I that's like in the moment, I I definitely you thought, thought ooh, bad choice.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I get uh, why you think that, but I I thought it was the right move. It just didn't. Um...
1: Okay, hold on, hold on. So he gets taken down with 36 seconds left. Does he get another escape in the NCAA finals? I think forward.
0: it was a 3-2 final. Um, so he
1: must, huh? Let's see. Yeah. He's not away yet. He's still not away. So he must get away at the end here. But he gets ridden for mm, 26 seconds in the third period. Yeah. yeah. But
0: that's, I mean, that's, you know, that happens. That's not sure. thats not enough to say, yeah, you don't go under this guy, right? in that match you got away you got away twice and you go neutral and also like i don't know are you are you really going to get the takedown you have to get a takedown in two minutes and max dean knows you have to score on him it's not yeah you're not dead even you get a stall
1: point too if you push hard enough well you
0: saw yeah that was maybe not likely so yeah i thought it was the right um
1: yeah it's a tough decision i guess it's one bad decision or another bad decision i think
0: yeah Tough, tough spot for sure. So that mm-hmm. sealed the duel for for Penn State basically, not mathematically, but Cassiopeia's not pinning Kirkfleet. Um, mm-hmm. so he gets the win. You know what I didn't like the Penn State what atmosphere was awesome, but every time they won, the lights went down and you couldn't see the guys. At, for like a split second right after the match, like I'm trying to see Max's like trying to see the reactions and like hmm. they're, they're doing some little light show thing, but. It looked like an amazing atmosphere there. Um, yeah, okay, so that was ninety-seven Warner solid performance, but Dean
1: did a great job um, with the ride. <laughs> oh my God, JD, are you on the YouTube chat
2: right now? Yes,
1: you oh, got yeah. laughing at <laughs> Hawks you have on that- the
2: Rocks. Do you have the call? Uh, I haven't listened yet, but it it's in there. Uh,
1: oh that, man, that's hilarious.
0: He could, well, tell him what he's talking about.
1: Oh, okay, so the YouTube chat, uh, Hawks on the Rock said this was about the time I left a drunken cussing voicemail on Flo's call-in line. Very embarrassing.
0: <laughs>
1: oh my gosh, <sighs> so funny.
0: Um, yeah. Okay, yeah. So that was ninety-seven, and then heavyweight, uh, Kirkfleet, Cassiope. It's kind of, that match. It, it's kind of hard to see that. The rivalry shifting back for Cassiope based on that I match in the last agree. two matches.
1: Um, not very close to a takedown. Tony at all. was not
0: close to a takedown. too. He can't get he. Well, he did get away, but it's not easy for him, and he did give yes. up riding time. So yes, th- those are and that that's an aspect of it with with Kirkfleet. I would have not have thought going into like last year that or coming into this year that he would be able to give him trouble from. Um, top. I don't think anybody's because yeah. who's ridden Cassiopeia That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I mean, Mason Paris. Um but maybe uh, he's been really reliable getting away and he can't uh consistently get away from Kirkfleet So mm-hmm. um yeah, so that was the duel. Uh Penn State does Penn State look any more or less vulnerable after this duel meet?
1: Uh, I would say just about the same. I don't think they look better than I thought. Honestly, I would say maybe a little worse. But I I, vulnerable is not the word that comes to mind at all. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's fair. Not vulnerable, but yeah, Mm -hmm. tough, tough duel. Obviously, Coach Brands was not pleased. He said we we took our medicine, and you know, only getting two takedowns. They know, they know that's not going to get it done. Um, you yeah. so
1: take out the 10 matches. That's so wild.
0: Yeah. Well, it's, it's weird because Spencer didn't get one because his was a reversal. Um, but uh, yeah. then the conversation online was, was all about the duel and the lack of action in the duel. And I, I get it because there's a few this was a, a duel where it was getting significant attention outside of is not just yeah. flow wrestling pumping it up, right? It's yep, you're getting yep. a lot of airtime, and this is like, if you're a casual, you're tuning into Iowa Penn State, and yeah, it wasn't it wasn't wrestling's best foot forward for sure. It's not like, no one's like, oh, that was amazing. If you're like a not a big wrestling fan, you watch it, you're like, yeah. that was not that exciting to me, um, and so that's disappointing. I don't know, but, um, I do think it. I agree. P- points are just harder to come by for whatever reason right now, and. and uh, yeah, I, I would actually elite. like
1: to, I was actually thinking about that because um I one of the things I thought about when downblock go behinds became so relevant in their current form was, you know, obviously if people are really good at downblocking and going behind at the same time, then shots are punished to a much greater extent. So will people start shooting less? And I want, I mean, I don't feel like kind of across the board. I think in certain instances, offensive outputs have went down. um but I would like to we need to get our quant division to see if there is a, a less points this year, maybe than other years.
0: They've been working around the clock on this, Ben. Believe you me. What's the answer? Uh they're they're still working. It's around the clock. That means they're still on it. No answers yet. Uh David Taylor wants it to be a turning point. Ben doesn't like this. I think it's great. I don't
1: like it at all. You know, um, I, I actually no, I saw one in the in your um in the comments in the doc that I liked better. You want to know which one I like better? I thought it made zany. more sense. I think it's getting it's a, too zany. Which one?
0: I don't know. All the rule suggestions. I think that's a no, good one. No, no, no. One.
1: I thought this was the best one, Christian. All right, what is it? That you, ride time does not start uh, if when when you Ooh. get to be auto top at the start of the second or third, only after a takedown reversal. I thought that was both simple and you're rewarding the right things like, you know, and this is, I mean, I guess maybe you could say this is maybe where people shouldn't choose bottom if they can't really get out. So maybe it, maybe it is the fault of the bottom person. So I could get that argument also, but the fact that you have to actually earn the ride time, right. Mm -hmm. You have to actually get the takedown or get the reversal. And I can, I can honestly see just the takedown. Like you only get ride time after takedowns. I'd be cool with that.
2: Well, why don't you like it basically being a turn point? Because somebody can be working for a turn and.
1: Uh it because it, the turn turning happens so infrequently in really really high level matches that it would there would be almost no ride time points in there.
0: Maybe that'd be a good thing. Want, no. I think yeah, that would be a good thing.
1: Time I mean, you obviously have a lot more overtime matches because there's there is a decent portion of the time where a ride time point is the. Differentiator. And I think, right obviously, right if you're focused style and you're all about control, then you should be rewarding control a little bit. But this is where I would say, well, the problem is, when they're not calling stalling on top, then it's not like a dominant form of control. It's this really wimpy, weak form of control. Um, and that should be not incentivized. So if we just called stalling on top, then we wouldn't have that issue. Um, so, I don't know, just put me in charge. I'll say, the ref- refs, listen, you tell Tom Brands to call me, and I'll say, you tell kill to call. I'll tell him, listen, your dude was stalling on top. Stop whining. Like he was stalling. That's why he got called. No whining at the referees. I,
2: think, I feel like I saw and heard a lot it's less. Simple. Just get out then. Bottom lot learn to get out. takes the normal. Normally, I feel like it's pretty 50 50 in the past. You yeah. know, of people. If, if the, like,
1: If the top guy's allowed to stall, it becomes very difficult for the bottom guy to get up. Because there's a lot of tactics the top person can do that really prohibit that. Yeah, that's
0: and that's where I think we're at. Um, Yes, it's too easy to stall. I mean, I remember the Hardo take was just like bottom is a that's a free point. Like, you just take bottom and you get away. Now it's the the game has changed a little bit. I maybe I'm a purist, but in folk style wrestling, the goal is to pin someone, and everything should be sort of leading to that. Okay. Correct. You get off bottom so you can get on your feet or get on top and try to pin someone. You're on top, your your goal is to pin someone. But it seems like yeah. we've kind of lost and even the rules clarifications are like drastically deviating from what I think the original intent of wrestling is. I feel like it feels like when they were inventing it, they're like you're supposed to the matches are supposed to be pins. that's how you're gonna find out who's better but if they don't i mean yeah in the original
1: rule set that was the only way to win
0: yeah so then it's like okay well they can't pin each other so we do need to put in some other ways to show your scoring but now it's just this sort of completely different thing and the different thing is not fun to watch and i love this uh as as much as anyone so it, Mm -hmm. it is sort of an issue um
1: yes anywho yeah. It's no. I, I. Yeah. I think just call more stalling, and it's it's solved. And I. I. Yeah. I just don't think it has to be that hard. But I. Yeah. I, I know your point that they're the refs are scared of the coaches, and the coaches listen. The coaches are buttholes sometimes, so I get it. But that just see, it just seems like such an easy fix. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. There's so much else to talk about.
0: Let's go. So much. What, what's what's top of your mind? I think the biggest one was
1: Pitt dominated Virginia Tech. Classic. That was uh, a big
0: one. JD called it a hangover match, but big duel win next week. Yes. Boom. Flat. I mean, and it started off disastrously for Virginia Tech with Camacho pinning Cooper Flynn in 44 seconds, um, and then it got worse from there. I mean,
2: <laughs> and.
0: Hit one the first three.
2: It's like, all right, um, Vancheska went out there and lost last weekend. All right, you those... give Co- Cooper the reins. He comes out flat.
0: Those guys are just in a in a battle to not like secure that spot. They're just they're so yeah. similar, Flynn and Vantresca. It's a tough,
2: quite the thorn in Roby's side.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's got. He's be... like,
2: well, one of you, please just please up and...
0: do something because they're both <laughs> good separate at, yourself right? and the <laughs> i the don't re- want to pick <laughs> the real issue is like the splitting how is that going to impact because they're both absolutely ncaa qualifier type of guys but now yes. with the splitting how's it going to go and is one of them going to earn our spot is one going to earn an auto spot for acc or not and do you go with that guy just because it's an extra spot and if you finish top
1: four i think the ACC, you do yes if one of them auto qualifies you go with that person for sure yeah
0: 100 percent so that's, that's going to be a tough dynamic for um, Coach Roby to navigate. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Ventresca next week. Um, and then Phillippe beats Latona in tiebreakers. Um, disaster. Not a disaster that, that's a huge upset, but just like you got to get that one back if you're Virginia Tech. And then Matthews covers oh, against Tom Crook. Oh, um, baby. Which,
2: you guys partied on me for that one.
0: Um, party on. I was the
2: only one that picked Wait. Cool. You were? Yes,
1: no Good but for you. Where are we at? Where are we at?
2: Where <laughs> it? It's right there. I did not pick Latona, yeah, like, and you—you you okay. got that one. You were the only one that picked Phillippe. Yeah, I miss. I oh miss
1: baby, that one. was it a pickem? Oh, you had Latona, Latona point, no, point and a half. Uh, Latona point and a half.
0: Big whiff. I should have taken the. And Phillippe but...
1: once. So that that one that went hard the other direction. My Virginia Tech picks don't count
2: also <laughs> that's, that's my Eric it, Barnett picks hey, don't count it was, it was yeah bad, it was a bad weekend for our homer picks
1: oh my gosh for our
2: homer teams
1: disaster oh yeah what Iowa happened? State had a rough weekend
2: hey two zero and, two and oh, team, team victories
1: they were 2-0 and and but uh there were some losses that they did not want on the did you
0: watch yet. the Swiderski Carter young match Ben
1: I have not watched it. But Carter Young had a good weekend cuz he beat well Kill Kill Apple and Carter uh Swiderski. Iowa guys had terrible weekends against Oklahoma and the Oklahoma guys did good.
0: Yeah.
2: Um
1: Yeah. But no I have not watched those.
2: look for the state of Iowa. Two one else. So um and I, you and I would have won if Sheets didn't pin Yan.
1: Oh, I know how crazy was that pin.
2: It's nuts, nuts.
0: Yeah. Good job boy, Sheets. I don't think they're descending. Um Either there's like, you, you can't never say never, but I think they're still <laughs> weighing in at the at their weight classes, so I don't think any of those guys are coming down, which we've oh, said well, is probably a, the right move. Yeah, Rice Andonian loves to nearly tech fall people, but not fourteen to one over Dejon Casto, who is just not having
1: a year. He's um, having a tough go.
0: Tough go. Heller beats Connor Brady in a toss up match. Basically, it was a Murphy's Law duel for Virginia Tech. Because then, Reese Heller, I think you
1: call it the beach
0: whale. Uh, oh, and Reese yeah, go, yeah, got him with one of these. Um, I love it. Yeah, I don't yeah. think
1: I showed him that move. I don't believe did, so. He I know a what time you game. didn't
0: love that move, Ben. Uh, uh, when Matt or was that? Brother? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was no good. Back,
0: Backus and uh, Max. Yeah,
1: happens. was <laughs> the first time wow. I saw it. Ope, opening old wounds, Christian. How rude. <laughs>
0: Well, it's it's honestly, like, when I see that move, that's the first thing I think of. Is, really? Yeah. Okay. I, that may have been one of the first times I saw it.
1: Yeah. Um, okay, and then. then well, I think there was a pin in an NCAA final on that, like, maybe right before I got to college. Oh, really? I want to say uh, a, a lighter weight or something. I'm I late. see it. I don't know who it is right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. What?
0: Uh, what? I don't know why he's laughing. <laughs> I, mean, I see it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> i'm visualizing
1: it i'm with you i'm with you (laughs) yeah yeah. Uh, i got a lightweight um, here (laughs) yeah so uh no reese heller i mean i actually texted gavin yesterday because the hellers came to my camps a lot and they were just such talkative little shits and like they were kind of funny you know but when you're running a camp it's like well i need to keep the order i'm in charge here and so although i find these guys kind of like hilarious like they need to like chill out and shut up uh-huh. so every year i'd be like dude i'm gonna kick you dudes out of camp you, you don't stop being wild and so i asked keith i'm like well how are they as college kids like are they still that wild and he's like yeah they're kind of squirrely but they really love wrestling they work hard so we're good so that's <laughs> kind of like probably what i would have expected to happen
0: yeah that's about yeah. right
1: he immediately <laughs> lost real. a team point
0: after he pinned him for throwing his headgear <laughs>
1: Which, in about uh, the most predictable
0: team point um if I was the coach, I would just as soon as the match ends, just sprint out to the mat and just like put steal your hands on the headgear,
1: um, or make a rule that you can't take your headgear off.
0: Yeah. Oh, you need to have something. You need to fasten his headgear to his head in a way that there's like a combination that the coach has to oh, do. Oh, you unlock. got to
1: unlock it.
0: All your Cliff Keen, this is free. You you could say you could call this the team point saver. You put a little lock combination on the side. There you no, go. Is it safe? <laughs> no, it's not safe, but it doesn't matter. You know what it is saving? Team points. Oh, you put bro, a, you,
1: Christian, you want to know what a ref tried telling me last week? Oh, boy. What's that? Well, the tournament director said, thank God, said, headgear's optional for right? a youth tournament, which yeah. is outstanding. Great. I love it because at that age, like they don't have enough force to create the impact, really. You know, whatever. And this ref's like, well, I don't like it, so I still want to make it. I want to make it on my mat. And I was like, dude, you're, you you're being ridiculous. The guy just said optional, like it's optional. And he's like, "Well, I don't want anyone to lose their hearing." I'm like, "Uh, you, you know that doesn't happen, right?" Like, what are you talking about? He's like, "I've been doing this a long time, and I've seen it happen. I said it has never happened. Like, just please stop." But this guy was—he was dead set on that people lose their hearing because they don't wear their headgear. Well, I you need to be around the sport a little more, Ben, and you might learn. What can you imagine?
0: Like, yeah. what is he talking about? Speaking of youth tournament antics, um, oh, okay,
2: uh, please wrestle Pitzer, Keith Kavanaugh. Would like to see, I think him. he has to. Oh. Now. No, this that was his third event. Only three, he wrestled in a duel, Midlands, and that was his second duel. You gotta use, wow, him. that's it. That's it, yeah. I thought for sure after uh, Midlands, he was coming out, but then uh, they didn't wrestle him. So this good. has been the first duel, they've used him since then. Wow, so. They got, he saw us a couple, yeah. couple more events before we know for sure, even.
0: He's only you know, he's only six and one. The fighting Brackies kind of get the last laugh here. Cause it, people are saying maybe West Virginia is better than Virginia Tech now. Because they beat Pitt.
1: Beat Virginia Tech. <laughs> uh, Kyle
0: Brackey has a little bit of a smack talk against his buddy Jared Hot. maybe. Yeah. But probably. Not. All
1: right. Let's hear this heart of Texas
0: story. I've been waiting oh, to hear. Oh, heart of Texas. Okay. This is crazy. I was uh all right, I'll just tell the story. Um so we're sitting there, and um, Caleb's done, and his buddy that they trains with, Zobby, and they're waiting to, he's waiting, we're just sitting on the mat waiting to watch Zobby wrestle. He's up in, like, two or three. And then I'm kind of, like, not really paying attention. It's, like, 12 mats. It's loud as heck. You know, it's just a crazy youth wrestling tournament, right? Yes. And all of a sudden, like, Caleb's, like, he's just sitting there, and there's a, there's a mat right in front of him. He's, like, he's, like, Dad, do you see this guy? He's, like, watch this coach. And this coach is like, first of all, there's probably an eight or nine year old on the mat, literally okay. crying during the match. The coach is screaming at him the entire time about what he's doing wrong. Why he's just not not instructing, screaming, just scream. What yeah. are you doing? What but, are you doing? Yeah. This is an eight year old kid. And I don't think I think Caleb has never really seen that. Um, really? I don't think so. I mean, well, he's joined you the
1: to youth tournament, so
0: you not see many. It a lot. He's only been really. To, this is only his fifth tournament. Um, so he's oh, not, okay. I have thought you were tomorrow. All right. No, he has not competed much at all. So Tyler, uh, who works here and coaches Caleb and some other dad is just like, that is just terrible. I don't even know this dad. He's like, that is just so embarrassing. So bad. And so then that kid loses. And then we go back to stand behind the table because Zobby's on deck.
2: Yeah. And
0: this, the, now that they're, the kid has lost. This dad is, or maybe a coach, it could be his dad. It, you you don't really sure. know. I don't know. If probably a dad,
1: most probably likely. Probably
0: a dad, which is in a way worse. Uh, yeah, it's definitely worse. Um, he's just like, why would you not pick him up on a double leg? And he's like, the kid's literally crying. He's like, I don't know. I I don't know. He's hysterical. He's like, you don't know. You don't like terrible. And so Caleb's like, you need. He's like you should say something to him. And I'm like, you should please do. He's right. He, and and he's, he's he's probably right. So I'm thinking, and I'm like, okay, I know me. And I'm like, well, if I say something to him, can I, can I do it in a way that's actually going to help this guy? And knowing me and my kind of confrontational nature, I'm like, I don't know if I'd do a good job right now talking to this guy. And so I'm like, okay, maybe, um, I was like I said, but then I thought I thought I was like you know what I bet would actually help him Caleb I was like later on you should tell him you yeah. should tell him um what what you think about it and so he's like really and first of, and then Caleb immediately thinks he's like he's like what if he beats me up he literally thinks like <laughs> well, if I tell him this guy's just going to start punching him I'm like he's not going to touch you I said I he's going to feel this big if you say something to him calmly so we talk about it for a little bit, and then we kind of move on. And I'm coaching other kids, other outlaws, these wild wild outlaws. Then he comes mm-hmm. up to me. In, in the middle of a match, I'm coaching a match. He's like, I did it. He's like, I talked to that coach. I'm like, what? Uh, he's like, yeah. I was like, what would you say? He's like, I just walked up to him, and I said, if you keep yelling at your wrestlers, they're not going to wrestle anymore. I was like, boom, crushed I was, it. I was like, what did you, you do? He's like, he just looked at me. For like five seconds and then he looked away i was like but then i'm looking at caleb i'm like he doesn't have a shirt on he's like he took his stra- his straps are down he's just in his oh, single yeah. He's no shirt on i'm like waxing i'm like wh- i'm like where's your shirt he's like oh i took it off i didn't want him to recognize me so he probably, he took his what? shirt off he took off his sweatshirt because
2: he's the like he
0: didn't want to get made uh and so he i think he wore it while he was talking to the kid and then as soon as it was over he took off his sweatshirt or the coach he took off his sweatshirt and put it back. but
1: I was so proud. Um, I had a go one this weekend too. You want to hear my go one? Yeah, that is awesome. You should have killed. Do that more often. I might actually use that tactic in the future because that that is impactful for kids. Because if if I it. I know for a fact I'm going to end up arguing no, with this no, no, guy. I'll, try, being... I'll give you the tactic. I do it all the time. Yeah. Um, please. I mean, maybe I'm a little scarier than you. I don't know, but uh, you know, I go up and say like, "Hey, man." Um, I usually wait a little bit and I say, "Hey, I, I saw what you did over there." And that behavior is not acceptable. It kind of borders on child abuse. And I really think you should stop. And then they're like, oh, and they usually like try They try defending themselves, but they kind of know they're wrong, you know? And yeah. then they, you know, if they, you just say that one thing. You don't try to argue with them. You don't try to convince them. You just say that one thing and then leave it alone.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So that's, that's, that's usually my tactic. But this one dad this weekend was, um, uh, uh, he was uh yelling at his kid to get up which is i is the most annoying thing to me (laughs) and the kid was clearly overmatched against our guy and he kept yelling get up get up and it's like holy shit like you know if it was that easy he'd probably just get up so it's kind of far away and i'm not gonna make a scene but so like an hour later i come out of the bathroom that dude's standing there and he like i think he recognized me and i go hey i saw you on a duel earlier and you kept telling your kid to get up and he goes yeah I said, don't you think he would have done that if it was easy enough? And he's like, oh, Mike, maybe it's a little bit harder than you think. Maybe you should stop yelling, get up so much. And he's like, oh, I didn't yeah. know what to say. But that is the most annoying when parents just yell, get up incessantly. It's like you freaking moron parent. If it was this easy, they would just get up. How about they can't? Do you think yeah. they like getting their face dropped in the mat or their arm ripped off? I bet you they don't. Yeah. So like, how about you shut up over there? It's like, and also
0: the crazy thing is when these kids, they don't have the tools or the thing, you know, yeah. they don't have the capability. It's like, bro, you're the coach. That's actually you're this is just like, yeah. and I think that's what it is. It's their own insecurity. Well, obviously yeah, their yeah, own insecurity drives is, all of it. Sure. But it's like, the main thing is like, he can't get up. Cause you have not taught that adequately or he hasn't got to it yet. Like that's a, it's, it's just,
1: just a hard, yeah, and it's really hard Bells to do The Rams couldn't get up for two minutes. Yeah. Jacob
0: Warren's the NCAA final. He can't get up the bottom.
1: Yeah. there was just yelling, get up. Get up.
0: Yeah. There's like, <laughs> there's a, an extremely complex, nuanced solution yes, to this problem. Art. And you're screaming, get up. It's like, it's yes. mind
1: blowing. Mind blowing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, I'm glad hey, you did that, I- Ben. Can I get on my soapbox one more time today, Christian? That's what this is for. I don't, it's soapbox I don't like things too morally righteous. Hey, there's one thing that I really had a problem with that I saw this weekend. And I, I if, if Tyler wants to bring up the, the things he had, I watched this dude Baylor finance from Northern Colorado, try to snap off. Well, it was first Tanner Cook, but then he did it to someone else. Um, this is unacceptable behavior. And Troy Nickerson, if you had some guts, and I don't know you, Troy, and feel free to text me. You got? You, I'm sure you can find my number if you want to. You I need know what to they tell can this find dude, it stop <laughs> don't tell don't tell anyone about that hack i won't uh there there is there is something that is um you can find personal information and i'm working on closing the the portals down He just um, been anyway. compromised troy nickerson you can find my information you want. you need to tell this dude if he does that again he's off the team like that that needs to be what happens i mean and and, and i will i will hold you responsible for not getting this kid's behavior in line so he does i don't tell you want to show up but he does this like elbow snap maneuver and yeah. i was telling you christian people in mma used to tell say john jones was dirty for doing that tactic and it's hilarious because in mma the whole point is to try to injure the person to the point where they cannot compete with you anymore yeah. that is like the whole goal of mixed martial arts you can cuss them or snap something or choke them so they can no longer battle you right that is the whole yeah. point of mixed martial arts and so the, the issue I have uh with this mm. maneuver is man, if he does that and hurts someone's shoulder or elbow, he gets DQ'd and so he's out one match or whatever, right? Which I think he actually got DQ' would against Tanner Cook. Um but if the other person, if it hurts them, they could be out six months, a labrum yes. or uh I don't remember what the elbow thing is called, but you know, I know I've known So
0: I looked it up because it's interesting, Ben. This uh What's it, grappler, he actually Tragically, just passed away named orlando sanchez he was oh with, he does this move yeah he did it to a guy named sean strickland uh in in training yes. it's they yep. called it in the article they called it a standing arm bar which i don't know but whatever something like that you're oh, just yeah, kind of sure yeah it, it can definitely Strickland
1: tried fighting him over it, right
0: yeah which that would have gone not great for him but um orlando i don't says, know
1: sean strickland's got some striking skills he might have beat him up never know just,
0: he just put him down and kill him but um regardless yeah, that's also. regardless that's what they called it then
1: it is it's definitely dirty um so dirty it's so dirty and in wrestling listen wrestling is a sport it's rough enough we have enough injuries we don't need someone to be out here doing dirty moves to try to hurt other people like mm-hmm. enough injuries happen but to actually like be malicious in your intent to injure someone on a on an illegal move. which And it's not like you, can, you can't even make a small argument that you can score points from this move. There is no points from this move. You can't make that argument. Oh, I was trying to get a takedown. No, you weren't. You were trying yes. to injure him because you're a baby and you have a bad temper. Why well, it's coming up right here on the yeah. side. Oh, my I, Oh, god. Oh, oh, I hate it. Yes. I really hope Tanner Cook is not hurt. But, like, this dude, kick him out. Like, he should not be on the team. I'm sorry. If you're on my team, Baylor Fernandez – you're not welcome anymore because you did it multiple times. Also,
0: yeah. So he, Troy Nickerson,
1: if you have got guts and integrity, you're going to tell this dude, "Give, him, I didn't give you warnings yet. That's your last warning. You do it again, you're out. Like yeah. you are not welcome anymore." He did it multiple times at the Southern Scuffle as well. Yes. Um.
0: Yeah. It's a. It's a thing he does, and that's a um, problem. It, it's bad. It's bad. You can really he he hurt this uh, Monroe kid from Chattanooga with it. It's it's strictly. It's strictly the intent is to injure. I feel just as bad about the uh, the Mitch Moore headbutt thing. Um, I think that's equally bad. I think that's actually yeah. sadder because... A little bit. Uh, okay, I,
1: okay, you go me, and i go.
0: Yeah, because to me, it's like when, when Mitch Moore is intentionally headbutting people, which he's he done, in at Virginia Duels, he headbutted uh, the Ohio kid to the point he had to take blood time. Um, he headbutted Sammy Hillegas until... He had to forfeit the match. And actually, Hillagus lost by pinpoints because they, they didn't call it. Um, to, to me, it's like, man, Mitch, not only do you not care about your point, you don't care about yourself when you're just launching your head like that. Like that's That can damage you. Yeah. Um, so it's just sad all around. And you gotta got to get that under control if you're the staff. And it's like, man, does, is yeah. Lou Roselli coaching that? Obviously not. Is Troy
1: Nickerson coaching that? Obviously not. Yeah, but not. the problem is when you see it once, when you see it once you say this behavior is not acceptable either you're going to stop or you're not welcome anymore and then it it stops or they're not welcome anymore yeah i mean that that's what it is you when you are the head coach of a team you have you bear responsibility for these actions now if it happened one time it's like you didn't know that was going to happen but when Mm -hmm. it starts happening a lot of times you can relatively predict that that's what it's that's what's going to happen and you need to handle it and if you don't handle it then that problem becomes your problem. You become the problem that you don't can't handle it. Yeah. So, and so when I see this dude trying to break multiple elbows, I say, listen, if I'm the Northern Colorado coach, I I mean, I've seen it three times on Twitter. It ha- how many times did it happen? I don't know. People posted yeah. three clips, probably more than three. So you've seen it happen this many times. You've seen this dude try to end these dudes' seasons and you're not saying nothing. That's freaking I I want to say some really nasty things, but I, I've heard Troy Nickerson is a really nice guy, so maybe I shouldn't be too mean. But you need you need to address the issue.
0: Nickerson's a good dude for sure. Um, okay. But yeah, it's it is it's and also the thing for me is like, all right, if he'll do this on the match, you've seen you've been in, you were in the room, call, the yes. practice room, tempers flare. Now is this yes. is this someone that could could injure one of your wrestlers on your own team? Like, yeah, it's it's a liability. So yeah, I think. It is it's on the coach. First of all, the refs gotta know. Um, but yeah, you can't you can't have that kind of stuff. And the Big Twelve has gotta straighten this out. This this these refs are not yes. on, on top of it. He was the the hands and the, he was popping and he was trying to engage in some nasty tactics yes. throughout. It wasn't just the, the, the elbow thing. Um so I don't know. Uh not not cool.
2: If I'm not defending Baylor Fernandez, but if you wanted to Oh boy. Your defense could probably be he's trying like the Saad-Julaev over overtie Shuck.
1: No, but he's, but he's not because he's lifting it up. And if you're doing that, you'd be going
2: down with it. Yeah. He's like balling yeah, he like it. I know. I'm that's why it's different, but if you mm-hmm. wanted to, mm-hmm. that would be your defense, I would say. Yeah.
1: Yeah. it yeah. would be a bad defense. But <laughs> that'd yeah. be like the glove didn't fit.
0: But that actually, works. that actually worked. That actually worked. So I can't you can't actually uh I don't know how that worked.
1: That was a terrible defense.
0: Has it have you watched the the documentary? Um made in uh, America. There's okay. I was about to say yeah. there's two that
2: are pretty good. The FX one, um That's like the real life two. uh It's that's like a reenact. like Cuba
0: Gooding Jr. plays that's yeah. really good, but man, the uh
2: the ESPN. the documentary
0: is like for for my mind this is the greatest documentary I've ever seen.
1: Really? That's
0: great. Oh, bro, please watch it. It's so good.
1: Which one? It was made in America? I pretty sure Should have seen that?
0: Okay. It was ESPN
1: 30 for 30?
0: Yes, but it's like 10 episodes. Yeah. It's like 10 hour long. Yeah, episodes. yeah I watched it. I watched it. I watched it. Okay, good job.
1: <laughs> um, greatest ever, huh? That's. I mean, that's a very large compliment, of course.
0: Yeah. It's the best I've seen. Okay. Um, I, I thought it was just incredible how they tied in like the social climate and everything. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it was sure. really,
0: I thought it was really well done. Yeah. ESPN um,
1: does a great job on 30 for 30. So good. So good. Oh, man. I didn't realize. I just saw the doc. I didn't realize John Wiley beat Pinero. So John Wiley, he's a true freshman. He actually wrestled um, tough. Colin Realbudo, kind of tough. And then mm-hmm. I didn't realize he beat Pinero.
0: Yeah. Um. So Swidurski lost to to Happel and Young, as we mentioned. Pinero lost to Wiley. Two takedowns
2: for wow. for Wiley. Yeah, Pinero looked a little off. I think maybe he was just overlooking him or something. But yeah, Wiley was yeah, able yeah. to score better than anyone has on Pinero this season. It was nothing super tricky. Uh, he just—I well,
1: haven't really watched a lot of John Wiley, and but he was wasn't he ranked at 160 last year? So maybe he was wrestling up, and now he cut down a little bit. I remember Oklahoma had—he
2: was on a really good had, team, so maybe that had some. I don't. But they had a Ferrari. I don't pay much they had a to and, high school weights. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Wiley, and there was someone else really good out of Oklahoma at 160 last year. It was um, Ferrari, Wiley, and – oh, Jordan Williams. So the yeah. high school state of Oklahoma was really good at that weight class.
0: Yeah, he was ranked one at 160 by flow. Um, yeah. That's that's where he won. He got second mm-hmm. in the
2: bracket.
1: Who did he lose to? I think
0: he – he lost to Ferrari. Probably he
2: Ferrari was, or Jordan Williams. He was oh, number yeah. 41 on the big board. Okay, yeah. the he big board.
0: I don't know. Irrelevant to, to the combo. Someone good. But yeah, this year, uh, Wiley losses to Peyton Keller, Johnny Lovett, Max Brignola, and Kyle Dutton. So, and and Robudo, as you mentioned, but maybe coming mm-hmm. along, but that's a big, big win for
1: That's a big for him. win. And that, for that's Pinero. Potentially hurt Pinero in the seeding because he really didn't have any bad losses. And now I think you would count that as a bad loss.
0: You would. Um, yeah, he's lost to, Pinero's lost to, Parco, John Wiley, Yanni. Um, mm-hmm. But for Pinero, he's he's a, pretty much a takedown guy. Um, you know, he's not going to turn anyone in all, in all likelihood. So he's got to get a, a number of takedowns. His first takedown was really nice, um, but then Wiley just responded.
2: Yeah, Okie doke. For sure. Okie doke. ski tough weekend too. We mentioned it, but yeah.
1: Yes, that's one of those where, like, you think, like, I mean, so someone asked a question about, like, having a freshman slump. Um, so Pinero's in his second year at college. And so I think guys usually figure it out. But yeah, that first when they're in their very first year in their red shirt, um, especially if the, the weight cut is tough and the season gets long. I think we've seen a lot of I can remember a lot of freshmen who have maybe started off a little hotter than faded as the season went on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, was, I don't know that's happening here, but it it has obviously happened with other people.
2: Swoderski had the injury as well. He wasn't wearing the big shoulder brace this weekend, but he did seem like he, he wasn't shooting a whole lot. Very hesitant. Um, didn't seem like he wanted to go underneath. Did
0: you watch the end of the Carter Young Swiderski match, Ben?
1: I, I no, I did not.
2: All right, watch it, but, and we'll talk about it tomorrow.
1: Uh, where is it at? You know you no. have to
0: send him the link tomorrow. No i'm that not that's like, enabling bro. tell me where it's i'm at. not gonna
1: enable him i it showed on, you it you, on, you, guys I you some great information last night christian piles i uh I, I breached the data system so you need to that's not great you information
0: <laughs> you just have a friend you just have a hacker friend that just yeah, one, one, you one of my
1: one of my parents uh uh from one of the kids on the team um he does i don't know exactly what his position is called but it's something where he tries to find like malfunctions in the website or flaws in the design, stuff like that, where, you know, they could maybe be liable for stuff. So, yeah, yeah. guys, we have, a
0: we have a winter storm warning in Austin, Texas. Ollie just slacked me. He's
1: you guys like, are wimps.
2: He's like, what? I didn't hold on. Why am I a wimp? I told you we were in a winter storm morning. The the beginning of the show. It's like thirty-four degrees.
1: If the National Weather Service, now, it's
0: why is everything devolved to like a hardo manly conversation, Ben? I
1: thought you were the one. No, because I I I live in Wisconsin, and it's four degrees out, and you guys are in a winter storm morning because you're at thirty-five degrees. Wrestling (laughs) fans live in the Midwest and the Northeast, and we don't give a damn about your wimpy thirty-five degrees.
0: I haven't complained yet. I'm just saying what's happening, okay? And Ollie's like, "Yo." And the reason I'm actually bringing this up, is I was like, hey, have you, do you make it in? Like, wh- how bad are the roads? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, there's a winter storm war. And <laughs> it's like, the roads are mad icy. I was like, if you don't come into work today, Ollie, I'm taking away your, New- I'm revoking your New York card. You're no longer from New York. I don't
2: New think York. it actually got below freezing, though. So.
0: Yeah, it says it it's was
2: quite wet this morning, but not frozen.
0: See, when I come I in, nothing, nothing was coming down. It's 35 and cloudy. That is, that sounds dangerous, guys. Uh, mm. Anyway. Did you watch Ohio State uh Michigan then? I did watch that. Yeah. They they did Karsla so dirty in this match. Wait, what what it? He what part.
2: In overtime. He
0: had the takedown. The ref said two two and then waved it off.
1: Oh, yeah. It was Wayne I didn't really out. hate yeah, yeah I don't, I didn't like that they said two, but I didn't really hate that it wasn't a takedown.
2: What well, do you mean? He had Amin on his knees and he was behind with both ankles. Yeah, so I thought... I, it, so
1: I thought I could, You couldn't see the far side. Yeah, it looked like maybe you, he didn't quite grab it. Here's what, here's what it looked the, like to me. So, if you haven't watched it, it's weird
0: because uh, well, Karshal is really in deep on yes. what starts as kind of like a high crotch where yep. he ends up head outside. He gets a foot up and he's starting to come around behind and Amin, like, turns and screams loud. He's like, yeah. ah! And so... And kind so of stops
1: wrestling for a second.
0: He stopped, and then Karchla is kind of circling behind, and then the ref goes two, and then you can see Karchla kind of stopped wrestling, right? Yes. And then the ref waves it off after saying two, two.
2: And Amin can yeah. see the ref. The
0: mean, Amin it, sees, yes.
2: But Karchla cannot.
0: So Karchla I sort of blame. stopped, but then he didn't stop wrestling after he realized, oh, I guess I didn't win. So then he comes up, he's like, Head outside like this, and yeah. and Amin's face is so when he turns. I'm watching it, goes to a I'm claw, watching it
1: right now. It, it,
0: I feel like down. he didn't
1: get that far ankle. I feel like the ref made a mistake originally, so that's why I didn't hate it.
2: Maybe I need to go back
1: and review. The scream is what makes it even weirder because yes. it's like, yeah, oh, it's he's weird, he he's
0: stopping it.
1: Well, maybe he yeah. does. It's it's weird. Yeah, the, the the view you they have here on YouTube, you definitely can't see. So Amin kind of like sits down on his butt, and you can't quite see if. Karchla has a hold of the ankle because Amin's sitting on it. Yeah, I have it frozen right now. It's like a really weird scenario. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then Amin pops up uh, and, you know, and Karchla doesn't have him. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, in the sequence you're talking about, I actually can't even see the referee. And maybe that's why. Oh, yeah. Okay. There you go. So at the very end, you can see he does have his hands up for two. Yeah,
0: and you can hear oh, it on he the it off. on the broadcast when your volumes up, you hear the ref goes two,
1: two. He says it twice. I don't know. I think that's on Kartla to continue wrestling there to to secure the takedown all the way. Um and if he stopped, it's his freaking fault.
0: Well I, I yeah, also think I well what do you think about the, the, the situation progresses beyond that where when he turns and he goes to like a claw situation yep. and and Amin's hand is on the mat. No, clearly. the hand, uh, right, oh, hand. The fingers, right hand the right hand the finger's touch.
1: Yes. He put his right finger down. But isn't it pressure on the fingers? Because it wasn't pressure on the hand. <laughs> yeah, if it was called two, I wouldn't have been sad, but I also don't hate that it's not called two. Hmm. Interestingly, I think you picked Amin in this uh pick'em. So <laughs> is, uh, yes, I'm swayed by the pick'em. I knew um, it. No, uh. yeah. The Big Ten 165 is a disaster. Disaster. How are you? Disaster. Eiler and it? I were talking about how you seed it.
0: I don't, I honestly don't know. um We'll see. Well, there's more matches to be done. And then maybe not we'll that get,
1: many. I don't think there's any more between those. So the top four are Hamidi, Amin, Karchla, Kennedy, Fakuna yeah. So five, Facundo, And I don't know if there's any more matches between those guys.
0: Yeah. It's, it feels like Hamidi's going to be the one, right? No, he lost to Amin.
1: No, he lost. Amin will yes, be the one. Yes, he lost to Amin. Be like Amin. But then Amin lost to, Canada. No, Amin lost to Facundo. Right? Yeah. It's about to get weird. Yeah, it's going to get weird. Hey, uh, why? Did, you know what? I was really disappointed in this duel. Why did Feldman not wrestle? He's on the bench. You see him on the bench the whole no, time. Fe, fe, well, hold on. One, their what? starter is Tate Orndorf, who is yeah, also. But, hold they on. Can, they got five days. Hold
0: on. Hold on. First things first, okay. Orndorff is their starter and he okay. was right there sitting on the bench and he did not wrestle Two, Nick Feldman had a, uh, uh, an injury. He's not, he's, I don't know oh, if we're going to see. No, yes. told
1: us it. I haven't heard this. this is, yeah. Well,
0: I told you it's a fact and
1: I don't know that injury like he's going to be out for a while or what are we talking about here?
0: It was not a good injury. Okay. I don't know if we'll see him in freestyle or not. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. He's not, he is not available. He's traveling, but he's not available. Um, at all. God. So okay. take that for, for, for what it is. Um but yeah, no uh, so they send out um well, I, I already forget his name, Hogan. Hogan Swinski against Hogan Swinski.
1: That's kind of a great name, but it's a pretty good
0: name. He sounds like an offensive lineman for the Bears. The fans would love.
1: <laughs> yeah, for real. All
0: right. Um nine forty four, man. Holy cow. I know. You need to you need to catch up on all these other matches. ESPN okay. Plus, log in. Remember, all you have to do is log in. ES- I
1: hate ESPN Plus. But It's easy. All you have to do, listen. Okay. I'll log, do my best to watch them all today.
0: Log in to ESPN Plus, and you just scroll down on your laptop to where it says, where it starts listing all the sports on the strip. Don't hit search. Don't try to search. That won't
1: work. Yep. It's- I know. I've used that tactic, and it, it is more effective. That's how I watched. Um, What was I watching? So I was watching a few duel. I watched some Pitt, Virginia Tech, um, and... Uh, there's another one i was watching on friday so i so we had we had the the kids so i think we were at the dual meets um so we had we got streamed the big 10 matches on the tv here and then on my computer i had big 10 plus and espn plus so i was watching actually quite a bit of wrestling on friday night yeah you,
2: you can search i would say wrestling oh well i wouldn't too.
0: i've I've been betrayed by the search so many times i just don't i just i just clicked the little wrestling singlet guy and then everything i need is right there so
1: no, that, yeah, that one's good. You're welcome. Yes, ESPN.
0: Okay, we did it. Fun show. Hey, if you're in the in the Central Texas region, you drive safe out there. <laughs> you be careful. Okay, it's not worth it.
2: See ya. Thank you
0: guys so much. I
2: think I'm gonna go for a swim today.
0: He's going for a swim. Cosmo Kramer over here swimming in the East River. No Mendez mentioned. Yes, Jesse Mendez won. We're gonna talk. We have so much more yeah, wrestling to, to talk tomorrow. about. We'll get to it. Thank you guys so much. We'll be back tomorrow. No, we won't. It'll be Wednesday. Classic fake out Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Thanks a lot. See you then. Happy Monday. Goodbye.